Hey guys, Rich here, just here to give you a little forward for what you're about to listen to. Um, a lot of you might have seen what's been going on with Activision Blizzard in the news lately, and the lawsuits from the state of California about the discriminatory and sexist behavior and the terrible work culture they've been having. The guys and I wanted to get together as a little bonus episode before the next Chomcast to talk just about what's been going on there and how it's affecting our memories of Blizzard and what we remember Blizzard for and how it's going to change how we cover that kind of stuff. And just, we felt it was important information to get out there. Um, on top of that, as long as we're talking about heavy topics like uh, sexist and discriminatory behavior in the workplace, I wanted to give a moment to talk about Girls Who Code, which is an awesome charity that uh, does what they can to help girls foster an, you know, an interest in coding and making games and working in this industry from a young age. Um, so you're going to find a link in the description about that, as well as resources where you can research exactly what's been going on with Blizzard if you want to know more about that and just educate yourselves. I also wanted to mention really quickly, like I said at the top here, this is not a typical Chompcast. This is a no this is a bonus episode. So um, I've been working on a for a while now, a sort of more history based, research heavy show about games, people who make games, companies that make games, genres, just fun, deep research heavy talks. And uh, this doesn't go quite as heavy as they'll probably go in the future, but at the same time, you know, it's in that same spirit and slightly borrowing what that format is probably going to be so you can consider this a sort of backdoor pilot for that even if uh that show when it does come and it is coming soon takes a little bit of a different shape but bear with me and thanks for listening and you still have a regular chomp cast coming at you in the next few days so sit tight and i i hope you find this enlightening and helpful and well i guess i'll let the work speak for itself so thanks for listening Welcome, Chomp Nation, to a very special episode of the Chomp Cast. I said that like it would be exciting, but it's actually going to be pretty bleak, so strap in. Uh, I, of course, am not the usual person leading the charge here. This is not your normal weekly Chomp Cast. This is a bonus episode for something we felt needed to be talked about. I am Rich Meister coming at you from New York over from japan we are joined by one shay layton what's going on shay hi i'm so excited to be here i don't i feel like you're setting some weird vibes for what's about to happen here oh i'm sorry let, let me be let me be somerters uh hey guys uh i wish i was excited to be here but um considering the subject matter i just don't think i can muster it just today. the same i'm glad you're here i'm glad you're here um, of course, Joshua. F Thanks, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. Delays are fun. Of course, Joshua Fowler is here from Michigan. Josh, welcome to this this super fun chat. <sighs> yeah. Great. That's a great take on this. Huh. Hmm. And finally, we are also joined by one Raymond McGill, also from New York. Ray, what's going on? Uh, not much. I mean, yeah, this is not a happy podcast, but it's definitely something that's worth talking about. Especially Absolutely. 
especially you know i'm sure all of us have touched these games at some point or another in our lives uh yeah which i have not even mentioned the topic yet but the reason we're here is uh to talk about blizzard what's been going on with blizzard and most importantly what blizzard meant to us and i don't know if we've formally said this but i think we all kind of landed on the side of we're not really like intentionally stonewalling blizzard for what's going on but with the state of things i don't see myself buying blizzard products which means until there is significant change over there so i think for the foreseeable future we're probably not going to have a ton of coverage on blizzard um on this website because things are a little shaky but before we talk about the the crux of this which is what blizzard meant to us and how these events have affected us we should probably bring people up to speed for what's going on here. I'm not going to harp on this for too long, but I did want to get it out in the open and sort of get takes from all of you guys on it. Uh, so if you've been following the news cycle, there has been some hefty stuff going on at Blizzard over the past week, two weeks. Uh, the state of California is suing Blizzard uh, for working conditions, essentially, cases of sexual harassment and just poor treatment of employees and a huge number of things have come to light today alone as of recording um j allen brack who is the head of blizzard has stepped down uh beyond that a second lawsuit has been filed by the board of investors claiming that uh they were misled by activision blizzard and that they they didn't know things were in the state they were in over there so there's a second lawsuit now happening in response to the initial lawsuit so that's how crazy it's gotten um but basically what we've come to understand is that company culture is not the magic and sunshine and rainbows we had been led to believe it was for so long that uh, basically Blizzard is really just as bad as places like Riot, in fact, if you've heard what happened to Riot a couple years back. And it seems a lot of that actually came from people at Blizzard making their way over to Riot after this. Uh, so I did want to bring up one thing in particular and then i'll kind of go around and, and get uh opinions from all of you guys on what's going on here but one story that came out this is broken uh was it broken by bloomberg or kotaku the cosby suite uh thing do you guys remember that I, that was kotaku right i think that was kotaku i think the initial stuff was bloomberg but then i think the the new cosby suite stuff is kotaku yeah okay so yeah bloomberg did a lot of the initial stories but uh essentially to sum this one up for you and there are plenty of places you can read about this stuff um there was a sort of green room or it might have been someone's hotel room at a blizzcon in 2013 i want to say where company culture was so accepting of how egregiously drunk this particular higher up employee would get and hit on women and make passes at women that they nicknamed his room the cosby suite and hung out there and literally hung a picture of bill cosby which is alarming for more than a few reasons um beyond that in some of the, the digging i had done i turned up a few stories there are other lawsuits in progress there's a particular lawsuit about a female employee at blizzard who if i'm not mistaken filed complaints about being sexually harassed by a supervisor multiple times and eventually took her own life and her family is suing blizzard day by day worse and worse things seem to be happening so um Josh, I'll start with you. I mean, how 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 has your reaction to this been? Because it's it's been pretty fucking bad. And I know you played a lot of Overwatch. I think we all had time in WoW at different points. Uh, Diablo. We're, we're definitely all big Blizzard 
fans or so it, it's a weird thing to take in um yeah i mean um like there there's been kind of Ugh. Uh, the the uh, the extent of everything going on here is kind of mind-boggling because there's there's issues in this industry with with how they treat women that have been you know, kind of come to the surface constantly. It's just it it it's is a boys it club. is an issue with the entire industry um but then seeing everything coming out from this has been somehow still so bad that it's shocking by comparison to a lot of the other stuff going on in the industry um has has been yeah like really really kind of hard to wrap your head around um and i'm yeah i think that's that's kind of been the biggest thing um is just just seeing another example of this and somehow it just it keeps getting worse and i don't know like this you hope you hope that it's like the last you hear of it every time and and then yeah. there's something else. Yeah, there's a new fresh yeah. animal every day. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so gross. It is so, so gross that they thought any of this was okay. Yeah, that's, that's so many people swept it under the rug and just, it's... Also, uh, the, the, the way this lawsuit's filed, there's a big implication that Blizzard was aware that this might happen for a very long time, mm-hmm. and then they were given time to sort of sort out their affairs, and then still kind of acted caught off guard by it and denied a lot of things. And well, here we are now. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, we kind of we didn't get into it because it's by comparison doesn't matter um, compared to you know these women's lives, but like in response to this, they've been kind of going on a big propaganda push about how whistleblowers can't be trusted and hiring the same union-busting firm that Amazon has used in the past. Yeah, they essentially called in the fucking Pinkertons as a response to their employees walking out and, um, you know, a threat of unionization, which is the only thing that can save stuff like this from... Not the only thing, but a a good step in the right direction to stop stuff like this from happening. Yeah. And it's just, it's so gross because as bad as it is seeing someone still double down on it is just, just disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shay, you got any thoughts on um, just, I guess, guttural reactions to this shit and how it's made you reflect on the company as a whole? Yeah. Yeah, first off, I mean, like, it's probably slightly tasteless for me to say this but like i'm surprised that companies get that lit like they're getting like partying that much and like doing all this crazy shit like i i i don't mean it entirely as a joke i think it's like 90 percent serious 10 percent a joke but like i'm honestly surprised 
that uh, game developers would get that crazy. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that comes from a place where, granted, I've interviewed a few indie developers, and it sounds nothing like that, but again, they are indie developers. It's not a big AAA studio um, with hundreds of staff members. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you get a big corporation like that, it, you're bound to have shitty people, and that's not excusing at all what has happened here. But the the bigger a company gets, the more the the higher, I guess, the probability uh, that someone in your company's a a shit heel, essentially. So to say that Blizzard had some internal issues like this, I'm not surprised. But the sheer amount of problems that has been coming out is what's surprising and how how perturbing the acts are i think really is telling um for me personally i've never been huge into blizzard josh and i used to be in a starcraft 2 back in the day um about 10 years ago when we had more time to play it uh, i dabbled in overwatch never really got into it dabbled in diablo 3 ne- never got into it dabbled in wow never really got into that either i've never been a big blizzard guy i guess so for me the news about blizzard it it being the blizzard studio doesn't bother me as much as the violations to human rights that are coming out i mean that's that's the bigger issue here to me less so than it is blizzard sure you know it could have been any company and that's still going to be troublesome and to be like, oh, Blizzard of all people, oh, well, they've been falling from grace the past few years. That doesn't matter. None of that shit matters. The fact is that human rights have been violated, and this company um, has tried to basically mask up these issues, and that's 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 so fucked up. Like it's 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 really troublesome that basically. You know, you you look at the Me Too movement that happened back in 2017, and women were coming out, and even a few men like Terry Crews were coming out and saying, like, we need to start believing women, we need to start believing these things are happening. And in some ways, I'm looking at the situation and saying, thank God that movement happened, because if that movement hadn't happened, would people, would gamers look at something like what's happening at blizzard and be like well you know this is fucked up we need to boycott blizzard or before that movement would gamers have been like i don't believe that shit you know and there are there are gamers out there still doing that of course but um i'm thankful that a movement like the me too movement happened before this all came to light because it is allowed i think for the majority of um people to say you know what this is unacceptable Um, in any capacity this is unacceptable in the gaming community and the sheer amount of people that have come out and boycotted blizzard uh removed their accounts deleted the games is really really hopeful for me um i think i think the the other troubling thing for me right now uh is that there are employees who are staying there because they have no other options you you consider that there are employees there that you know they had no hand in this maybe they had no knowledge i don't know but they it's it's difficult as it is to try and get a good lucrative job in the industry and 
some of those people now are going to feel like, well, I didn't do anything here. I had no knowledge of this. And this is, this is what puts food on my table. Now I have to find another job because I can't agree with these, these violations to human rights. But where am I supposed to get another job? I feel really bad for those people. And, it's, and in, some, in some regards, I want to initially have this inflammatory, quick response and say, how the fuck can you still work at a company after hearing all this bad shit that comes out about it? Um, but I think that's also a really difficult mentality to have because all corporations have something like this that is always trying to be swept under the rug. So if you, if you have that mentality... Either you need to start your own business, you need to work at a, at a, if you're a game developer, an indie studio, or you just need to get out of the industry and find something else to do. And I, yeah, it's, it's a difficult situation. I don't think it's cut and dry to say like those people should leave and just let Blizzard burn because I mean, that's easier said than done when it comes to if I'm married and I have children and I have to support all these people partially off of my wages, what am I supposed to do at that point? So, uh, this, this situation obviously is, has a lot of negative impact. I mean, I feel absolutely terrible for all the victims that have had to go through this and they were just there to make games and, you know, and that's the situation that they were dealt. And I, I, I feel so terrible for those people. I really do. Yeah, I, I don't. Before I open it up to Ray, here, I just want to say, yeah, I don't. I don't think leaving's the the solution because you're you're not. The solution is is a path to changing the culture, but a lot of that the company has to let happen. Like Activision as a whole, the bigger parent company, it couldn't have been long after the acquisition that they knew stuff like this was going on. Like the buck has to stop somewhere, and there comes a point where there's countless evidence that they just didn't care enough and didn't listen to people. Mm-hmm and didn't act on smaller infractions and it just snowballed and snowballed but that being said ray i want to open up the floor to you in the same way to just kind of talk to us about your reactions and what what's going through your mind okay well unlike shay i you know you know rich you're you're the big one of the reasons you're all here is because i think you've spent a significant amount of time in almost everything blizzard has put out yeah unless it's like i don't think i ever played um i forget uh the one with the motorcycle. I forget the name. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lost Vikings, and I was going to oh, ask you to leave. <laughs> no, Blackthorn. I had. I never played Blackthorn. Blackthorn oh, yeah. is cool. All right. I, I now no longer can advise you buy that Prince arcade. Of Persia with guns. Yeah. Yes. But in all seriousness, when I first heard about this, it's obviously disgusting, and you know, t- talking about how the idea of you know how could people work for this company i totally get how people could work for that company they're still one of the most like successful it's like for people who just want to make games it's pretty much like one of the pinnacle studios to work at right they work on some of the most successful games ever made whether it's for a lot of people it was a dream job until this stuff came out Mm -hmm. even one of our patrons jeffrey was actually talking to me earlier he works for oculus and he was saying he almost accepted a job at blizzard at one point it would have been like a dream job for him and now he's kind of disgusted no and the thing i'm most disgusted about like when it comes to it like obviously the acts themselves but almost the major term that's being tossed around here and the thing is when we see the stuff like the kotaku article about the cosby suite is that frat boy culture like you know you know frat culture has got a very negative connotation to it in general 
like if you just say like oh that place is like a frat it sort of conjures up certain image like mental images and it's what disgusts me is how apt that seems to be like i'm looking at the picture right now from the kotaku article specifically here it seems like the i don't know if it's the worst offender we're not going to know until all the facts come out but this alex afrius afri I, I didn't read his name specifically because yeah. I had a hard time pronouncing it. Not that yeah. I guess I should be worried about offending him. Yeah, no, but he is the one who sets it up. Like you see here, his hotel room with all this alcohol and mm-hmm. ginger, you know, mixers and stuff like that. And then you see the picture of a lot of these top designers and top personalities in the company holding that smiling picture of Bill Cosby. And just the okay, you guys also brought it up before how blizzard was informed that this was going on but they seem caught flat-footed by just the actual lawsuit being filed yeah well it's because companies like this are so used to governments treating companies with kid gloves yeah Mm -hmm. you know and that's why you saw like four different types of responses from four different people like i think even greg street who most people know as ghost crawler used to be big community person for wow i think now he actually works at riot um things are great over there yeah no and he always seemed like a stand-up guy he was always like this forward-facing person and but then he tried defending the cosby suite thing at first being like oh we named the hotel room that because the floors look like his sweaters yeah but then you look at this picture of them sitting there with that grinning ass picture of bill like cosby some thought went into this you mm-hmm. asshole yeah it's like and yes bill cosby wasn't even arrested or you know yet but it had blown up we knew what was going on hannibal burris had already whistleblown bill cosby yeah. Yeah. Everyone. No, everyone like it knew a, it at that. It was point. an open. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. an open secret. One hundred percent. No, and there's been whisperings about this Alex guy for years, from what I understand. And you know, he has several NPCs in World of Warcraft yeah. named after him, which thankfully they're going to be they're scrubbing. Rem- yeah. yeah, removing and changing. I only remember one because he was a fairly prominent quest giver in Wrath of the Lich King. So like, that's the only one I could definitely remember where that version of him is. But then, but then you have all these bad responses by like Bobby Kotick, you know, grandmaster of saying a lot of things while somehow saying nothing. Um, and then he has to turn around and say it was tone deaf. It's like yes, your response was tone deaf. Yeah, and you know, yeah. pull it and like you guys talk about pulling in essentially the Pinkertons as you said it, Rich. Like it's disgusting. These are people. This firm helped Amazon with their anti-unionization yeah. something that they also just got sued for and lost so yes they yeah. cha- they they took a note from bezos playbook the the physical manifestation of lex luther mm-hmm. on earth up to and including i'm going to go into space because i feel like it mm-hmm. in, a, in, in other recent news no and it is it's disgusting and yeah it kind of hits me hard because i've been such a fan of their output for years it's sort of the same feeling i get now if like i go through my old dvds and i find a copy of a kevin spacey movie that i really liked you know like you're like oh i feel weird now watching seven or american beauty which sucks because those are both really good movies yeah you know and like you know you sort of and we all do this as gamers we always say like don't you know deify things don't deify properties and stuff like that but there are certain actors we all really idolize or certain company game companies as people play a lot of games that we put up on a pedestal and just to see like how rotting the company was 
from within. It's just disgusting. And for so long, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and, and and like you said, I I think that's it's a shame almost because um and, and to sort of move the conversation that direction of like ability to separate art from the artist. I don't think for me personally, I'm really able to in in this case like in my head and i've talked to you all about this individually i'm pretty sure um i don't see myself engaging in blizzard stuff until i see some real change and that's years away i think um but it's weirder to cling to those memories because i have so many good memories of uh playing those games and playing those games with other people and connecting with people um for example, you know, Ray and I used to work a shitty job together where we were allowed to be on our laptops, and we would sit next to each other for eight hours a day and run WoW dungeons. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a thing we did at one point, and yeah. uh, those are good times. You're not going to forget that, but it sucks that it's... It feels like it's tainting, like, years of, of good times. I, I now feel gross. I feel like a part of the company. I was an Overwatch meme. Mm. Um, oh, you were. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, just I, I kind of want to get all your stances on that. So we'll go around in the same order. I'll, I'll, I'll go to Josh. As far as like separation of it for you, wh- what what is your stance on that? What are you feeling uh, knowing what we know at the, um, at the present? I mean, other than like you said, the the changes they're going to have to make to the old, some of their old stuff with you know going back, removing references to complete sacks of shit. Um, like I think once that's done, I'm fine playing the old stuff that I've enjoyed in the past. I'm able mm-hmm. to separate that. Um, I think the biggest sure. thing at this point is just not wanting to give them money for absolutely anything going forward. Yeah. Until like it's it's it is a hundred percent clear. See some everything obvious has been visible change. Yeah. Addressed here. Yeah. Um, which. Again, I don't trust Bobby Kotick to do that because he's kind of dodged these things before. Uh, like, you know, before the whole, before, you know, he was even in charge of Blizzard as well. Like, it's it's kind of his MO to pass the buck on this sort of stuff. Um, he's that smarmy Teflon yeah, suit. And because of that, I just, I don't, I don't have super high hopes. But yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not a let me burn this thing that I own that is not in any way harming, you know, the company I'm protesting. It, like to like that that sort of no, like I- I'm fine continuing to play games that I've purchased and stuff like that. But I think um, that's fair. I, I I think I meant it more in, in terms of like how much of their stuff is really like live service. Yeah. Because for me, it's not like I'm going to go out and burn this copy of the Lost Vikings yeah. I have. But like, if I I every once in a while I dip my toes back into WoW for whatever reason, I can't see myself yeah, doing no, that. No, not, not anything that I'm giving them money for. For, not, for example, the uh, the new Hearthstone expansion just came out, and I love Hearthstone. There's no way I'm giving them money for card packs after yeah. all of this. Like, I'm. Like, I know they can't because, you know, st- shareholders and capitalism's gigantic swinging dick. Um, but, like, this ought to be free at this point. Like, there, there, there's... I can't imagine 
the audacity of asking someone to pay for your shit right now after all this like delay it make it free we, we, something we need money to like, make things better i mean they they don't really i mean bobby Kotick could keep the company afloat single-handedly for a few years but if bobby if bobby could convince you that he needed money mm-hmm. to make it better he, he would try exactly exactly um and that's kind of where i'm at i just i can't see myself like buying anything else from them at this point which is yeah yeah that's kind of the yeah i get it i think kind of the more i guess pragmatic view of it um no i think that's a fair stance um shay i I guess the same question is coming your way this might be easier for you because i don't think you engage with almost anything blizzard's doing at the moment but i guess it's more more of like a mental exercise of the where would you fall if there was you know if you really wanted to play diablo 4 which is kind of where my brain was at prior to all this and now i really don't want to give them money for i will not give them money for diablo 4 now Right. I honestly was interested in trying Overwatch 2 just to see kind of like the changes. See how they, they ruined the meta. I enjoyed Overwatch for the time I played it, but I didn't want to get sucked into an online game and kind of shirk my responsibility here for for the uh, podcast and whatnot. That's one of the major reasons why I never got into Overwatch in the first place. I really enjoyed my time with it. Sure, it's because you're real responsible. I, <laughs> I'm super responsible, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you. No, I... I kind of think of, when I think about this, like, mental exercise-wise, I think about some of the other things that, you know, since have come out that have really affected me. Obviously, you guys mentioned Kevin Spacey, and I couldn't even finish the last season of House of Cards. I really loved that show, and even though he was gone from that show, obviously, his imprint was still so heavily in the show that I didn't even want to finish it. Or I think about um, the TV show Louie which was a show that I really, really enjoyed. And, you know, there were certain episodes and certain kind of mottos that I would, or mantras that I would take away from that show. And it's hard for me to look at that show positively, even though the the mottos and the mantras still exist outside of the person who committed really shitty acts. It's still hard yeah, absolutely. for me to want to think about those in a positive light. Uh, I, I have since not watched that show, and I probably never will again, either one of those shows. Yeah. Um, because they're, they're kind of they're tainted for me at that point. Uh, I, I love some of Michael Jackson's music, but I'm very hard-pressed, very hard-pressed to ever listen to it again you know one one of the one of the traditions i have for my students every year is during halloween for my junior high school first year students i will show them thriller because that was such an amazing pivotal point uh for music videos and for the the music industry as a whole that music video was just pivotal and and i won't even consider showing that in the classroom uh ray just privately message and this is a a very very stark example uh of this is lost prophets i used to love that band growing up i love them so, so they had some of my favorite songs of all time and then when the lead singer i don't even want to talk about <laughs> what he did I don't even, oh my god yeah yeah absolutely disgusting uh, i would recommend you not look that up 
but if you feel hard pressed to look it up in a uh, long story short child pornography is the story there it is a lot worse than that completely dismantled Uh, oh yeah it goes it goes farther that's that's the lighter end of what he did yes exactly and that that's just hopefully to assuage you from looking up all the heinous shit that he did but anyways him and his girlfriend but um when i look at blizzard and i look at kind of what's happened here if it was like one or two isolated incidents from like three or four shit heels then yeah i would have been like you know what it's kind of fucked up but it's a company of hundreds of people um let's see the kind of culture changes they make going forward but no this is something that's been happening for years with multiple people for me it's easy like granted it was easy to begin with um it was easy to begin with to be like nah this is not a problem but i will never touch any one of their products i i I think ever again like it and if i even want to consider it it's gonna be have to be a massive drastic culture change and even then you can't vet what is being put out to the public right they could say oh we've changed the culture we've improved the culture but you never can truly prove that Unless well, I think we're looking there for is full transparency, and there never will be. Well, I think we're looking for something is more far off. Like, what would do it for me? And, and I'll fully admit, this is a thing that I don't think you could even gauge until, like, a decade has passed. Like, at a time when there is completely new leadership on, like, every management level, and it's almost, it, you know, it's the only part of Blizzard that remains at that point is the name. And it's just a new team of devs making new things with IP that they loved. And I think that something good can come of that, but we are probably a decade off from that even being a possibility. I, I want to insert here and say something is that like, maybe this is, you know, being too close minded and is like flipping the pendulum too far to one side. But I think that this whole, these whole incidents is the extreme example of when people say, don't insert SJW bullshit into my video games. Like, this is the the full extreme of that. Like, these are the same people who are saying that shit, and this is what I think the end result is. Um, And again, this is probably a very closed-minded, bigoted statement on my behalf, but that's how I feel, um, is Oh, well, those people who take those are, are the ones who perpetuate that, like, internal frat boy culture? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying that, like, more more so what I'm saying is the same people who say that shit are the same people who are going to be like, oh, I don't see a problem. I'm going to continue to play these games, oh, yeah. spend money, no problem. The people who can't even, like, who are fully willing to turn a blind eye and not, not even just turn a blind eye even more so, probably say, like, yeah, that's bullshit. They're blowing it out of proportion, that, that sort of mm-hmm. attitude. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to clarify because I, I, I was not clear on what you meant by that, and I, I could have felt someone interpreting that completely wrongly. So I just wanted to, to, to make sure there. But I'll, I'll keep going. And, uh, Ray, I think I, I mostly know where you lie on this, but, like, yeah, what is, what is your mentality as far as playing Blizzard stuff, how, how that separation mentally works for you? Well, for the moment, I'm done playing or buying Blizzard products, you know, merchandise, any accoutrement, anything like that. Um, however, I do think that because there is a government entity weighing in on this now, 
I think that they actually have a chance for faster change because I think with any sort of lawsuit that goes to any sort of resolution, I think that they're going to have third-party observers, government observers. Making people, sure certain standards are held. Enforcing compliance yeah. into what whatever they reach. If it goes to the end of a trial or if it's some sort of settlement is reached, it's going to come with government inspection now, on a now, regular basis. Can I throw this to you and, and feel free anyone who has an opinion on this to weigh in because this is something I've been thinking about as I did more research on this. Do you see a world where this gets blown into a federal case? Because right now it is a state suit from the state of California. I don't see it being federal because Blizzard is very centrally located in California. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Ubisoft where... Where they know. have studios all over the place, yeah. Yeah, there's really no need for the federal government to weigh in because it's not something that crosses state borders by the, and large. The thing that m- made me more curious about the, the prospect of it, you know, say hypothetically becoming a federal case, is I think it would be a bigger deal for the industry at large if it went federal, just because that then sets a precedent for this kind of thing. And we know this isn't the only place where this is happening this is the most egregious we've seen of it so far that people are forgetting about the shit that was going on at ubisoft because blizzard just seems so much worse oh no i think it'd be better if the federal government got involved i just don't think there is an actual that's gonna happen yeah well the way our government structure is set up i just don't see a practical reason and where for them to involve themselves yeah because they are there i think the i think the only way that they would be involved is if there was some kind of proof or evidence that there was a state official like or a state government official that was somehow in or somehow was aware that this occurred and did nothing about it which is un- you know unlikely I mean? like, no yeah. i think it's for, more uh, likely that they'd end up it's, in yeah 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 no 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 i'm not saying that it is likely or even possible but i'm saying if that were the case then i could see it going federal but i i don't think it's going to go federal and i don't who knows? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'd agree it's unlikely, but yeah, right. I'll, I'll let you continue because I kind of interjected in the middle of your, your thoughts there. No, it's fine. No, I mean, the thing that bothers me, obviously, besides the acts themselves that were committed, is this, and this is a problem in a lot of uh, offices, companies, is a culture of complicity. You know, you obviously have people who, have, I guarantee you, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, Activision Blizzard King is large enough to where there are tons of people that had no idea anything was going on. People who come in, do their day-to-day, go home to their families, go home, you know, do whatever, and they had no idea. But then you have these people in the middle and in the middle top and in the top, they have to know something. Whether or not some people in the tippy-tippy top know, you don't know because sometimes companies are structured to where the people at the tippy-tippy top are you make sure they don't know so then they can plausibly deny so then they could keep Mm -hmm. yeah also that that brings it into again the i think it's clear this stuff was happening before the activision blizzard um acquirement yeah yeah but my main thought is if anyone wants to have that deniability like the parent company getting involved there should be more oversight if anything at that point and it's clear people at activision had to know and nobody did anything and it's just that's what i'm talking about the culture complicity yeah yeah that makes me wonder you know if in part blizzard granted this wouldn't have been the only reason why they they would sell themselves to a parent company so please don't think i'm trying to imply that but i wonder if that's you know kind of part of the reason why they were like yeah let's get this deal done is because then some of that if shit were to hit the fan, shit were to go sideways, some of that blame were to go on Activision. And look, 
I'm not excusing Activision at all. Don't no, even think the I'm Activision is that one as bit. a whole is definitely but, full of problems. I mean, at like the this, same but time, we're seeing Blizzard under a microscope. Right, and like they could frame some of those problems on Activision, and I think that is also causing kind of this this public issue of people thinking, well, you know, we knew things were fine it was before be Activision, bad when Activision involved, bought yeah. Blizzard. I mean, like we, right? Like if this. It clearly was an issue before Activision got involved, yet there are people wanting to say, well, you know, they should have never sold to Activision. Well, you know what? That's not that's not the problem here. That has nothing to do with this. Like, hey, now that we bought you, let's let's uh, commit all these heinous acts. Like, that's not like it's not yeah, like no, the no. culture was just magically inserted in there. Like, it's been there. No, it, and it was allowed to it was allowed to thrive. I think totally separate of Activision. I honestly think it would have happened pretty much as it happened oh, no matter was, what yeah no it, it was going on regardless but i think that's the point i want to make clear like activision for sure is and i've heard stories is riddled with similar problems i don't i can't speak to what the scale of any of that is because again we're looking at blizzard under a microscope here yeah no and really for me to once again uh be willing to purchase any blizzard product again in the future it would basically have to come from just like a they would have to totally as like a full company say this happened we're going to jettison everybody that was remotely involved in this and we're going to work to re-earn your trust Mm -hmm. yeah you know i think i think for me i agree with you but i think it goes a little bit further than that for me i want to see the victims somehow compensated for what's occurred uh and i don't mean like money to keep them quiet kind of thing i want to see them like blizzard to come out and acknowledge each person that was like majorly harmed in this and even minorly harmed and somehow get some form form compensation whether that's monetary whatever the case may be that the victims would want here within reason i think they would need to be compensated and it would need to be publicly acknowledged if the victims wanted to be publicly acknowledged, I should say, um, whether it's like a group, we're sorry to each one of the victims, uh, they've asked us not to name them, um, or they're like, uh, they, they want to be publicly acknowledged, but I wouldn't even do that because then they might get doxxed by fucking yeah. idiot male gamers who, you know... Gamers have never overreacted yeah, to anything. Anyways, that's... Right. But like I, they need to be compensated in some way at and this I, point, I, and they, I there needs they will to be, be some form of. The, the, well, I mean, that would be a start. Like before, I would even consider Blizzard rehabilitated and revamped. Is like them cleaning house is not enough at this point, for me. I under I understand and acknowledge if other people feel like that's enough for them, but I like the the. Everything needs to be revamped at that point. Like not just the the people at the head, the helm of the ship, but the entire culture. We need to see that. Like there needs to be complete, um, like open door policy at that point. They need to show it to the public at that point, and then they also need to compensate the victims. And like, and you know what? I would even say like, Grand, this goes beyond Blizzard and this kind of incident but the people involved in this i don't think they need to ever work in this industry again and i hope that they're each arraigned on some form of charges and that's forever on their record whenever they try and get a job um 
which of course that's you know that's wishful thinking that's the optimist in me at that point thinking that each one of the people who committed these acts are going to get their just desserts like they're going to get the the punishment that they deserve but i think a lot needs to happen before i in an ideal world before anyone would consider ever touching another blizzard product whether that means purchasing it or playing it but i understand that everybody has their own morality and viewpoints and that's fine and i'm i'm trying to be understanding of that like it's it's very difficult for me like for example and i'm not trying to single you out josh i apologize hearing josh say that like he will still play but not purchase like for me you know obviously josh and i are good friends that's hard for me to hear because at this point like for me it's like a cut and dry issue like nope fuck blizzard not even gonna touch their shit not even consider their shit until like these major changes are made hearing josh say that it's like my initial response during this podcast if i'm being transparent was like now why the fuck would you do that you know but i also have to understand we each have our own morality and our viewpoints and I need to be understanding and patient of that, you know. He's at, he's at least acknowledged that he's not going to pay for that shit, you know. And he's acknowledged that it bothers him. So, is that good enough for me? Well, it's not my place to say whether or not that's good enough in general. So, I need to be understanding of that. And I think that's the hardest thing here. Um, besides what has happened and coming to terms with that and coming to terms with gaming culture in general and how that needs to evolve and move forward but also looking at our our peers and saying like or and being understanding of each of one of us having nuanced viewpoints of this and all of our viewpoints aren't going to fall exactly in the same place some of us are going to be like easy completely boycott blizzard some people are going to be more open-minded to them in the future some people you know like we're all going to fall differently in that spectrum and we need to be understanding of that and we also need to acknowledge the fact that all of us are kind of here saying nah blizzard this isn't acceptable activision no this isn't acceptable this needs to be changed yeah i, I think it is a speak with your wallet moment which is why i, I think josh's stance is more fine than me like he's not again like he said he's not actively hurting the company by ignoring a copy of diablo 2 he bought many years ago um it, right, but uh, right. yeah, I, I I totally get that uh, the desire to not give them more money until you're, you know, seeing significant change there. It's and it, and again, it's a, a vote with your wallet sort of situation because for people at our level, that's the only way to make your voice heard. And I think us in particular, a bigger way to show that. And a lot of big outlets have already stopped that and said this. Like we're very small potatoes by that comparison, but I just don't, you know not covering their stuff is like the way we make our voice heard and this might seem counterintuitive to that but this is more of a discussion about the company and what's going on and, and something i thought it was important that we do well actually to that degree something i wanted to bring up is you know you mentioned before that you know i've played a lot of blizzard games and you know i just want you know the people listening just to know how far back my history goes with playing their games the first game i played of theirs was the original diablo on the playstation one which is a very weird way to play it because it took that's up, the worst way to play it. But go on. It took up ten of the fifteen memory card slots on the memory card, um, and I have played World of Warcraft mostly on for fourteen years. So I you were almost there long enough to get that thrall statue. Yes, and if put it this way, if I had put the amount of time. I put into playing World of Warcraft into, like, say, learning how to fly a plane, 
I'd be doing this podcast while flying a plane. <laughs> Which would be mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, yeah, to, to that point of, like, people, like, you know, shifting on that after hearing this, and, and it kind of makes me happy to hear people doing stuff like that. I told you guys a little bit earlier in the podcast, one of our uh, patrons, Jeffrey, had reached out to me about the Blizzard stuff to, like, share his thoughts. And he was actually telling me today, and I, I told him I would mention this uh, if we were talking about Blizzard stuff, uh, because I think you're going to see a lot of this, and I think it's really neat that people that were this dedicated are doing stuff like this. His entire WoW guild has moved to Final Fantasy fourteen. Hmm. I think that like, was they all just somewhat anyway. Yeah, no, but this is what did it for them. Like they all agreed, like okay, fuck this, we're out, and they just reformed their guild on Final Fantasy fourteen. Yep. I mean, here's something. Here's something real dumb. I want to point out is basically how far and how much I've supported Blizzard over the years. Whenever I have to dress up fancy, I'm someone who wears tie clips because I don't like my tie flapping around. So obviously, this is an audio podcast, so only you guys can see. This tie clip is a sword from World of Warcraft called Keldalar, Might of the Faithful. It's a deep and, cut. And this tie clip is the Lich King's sword, Frostborn. So I have more than one World of Warcraft tie mm-hmm. clips. The only nerdy tie clip I own is I own Agent 47's tie clip. Oh, I also have the Buster Sword, <laughs> I have the Minato, and the sword from Dragon Quest. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to TieCast. Yeah, Tie Clipcast. <laughs> this is really niche. No, but I just wanted to show, like, yeah, like, it went beyond just, like, oh, I played Diablo for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, beyond what we've really talked about here, I didn't really have any other discussion planned. Is there anything in particular any of you want to, to talk about on note with this? I just want to say, if this is your culture in whatever business you're in, video games or otherwise, get rid of the people doing it, acknowledge the victims, and get better. There is always room to get better if you excise the rot and acknowledge the hurt that 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 has been caused, as well as your own role in being silent about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I could have said it better. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm curious and interested to see what this is going to mean going forward for other companies that may secretly cultivate this kind of culture within closed doors. I'm interested to see how companies kind of handle that internally and try and have some level of transparency to the public going forward. You know, like Ray Ray summed it up so perfectly. If there's a company out there that has a similar culture to this, maybe better, maybe worse, I don't know, but still does this kind of shit, I'm curious to see if someone comes forward and is like, hey, look, because of the recent Blizzard allegations, uh, we've kind of taken this hard look at our company internally and realized we've cultivated a similar environment. We want to, you know, be transparent and be like, and say that this is unacceptable. We've accepted this for far too long. We're going to start making changes. I'm curious to see if any company would do that and how that, and more so, how that would be perceived by the public eye. You know, I I would be curious to see that. It might take governments coming knocking just like it did here, though, so. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that it takes that, but also I think you're going to see the most results from that that hand being forced well, the fact that it's happening at all is actually pretty amazing. Like, I'd, I'd like to see other states handling that. I know California has a huge monopoly on game development in America, 
but then you look at places like you know microsoft is based in washington you know you have uh bethesda is where, where is that maryland i believe it's 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 the northeast I, so. I believe maryland's correct yeah no so like you know if stuff is going on at these places i'm hoping state governments are willing to take a look with whatever department is appropriate for that yeah absolutely yeah absolutely i i i look at this and i couldn't imagine 10 years ago this kind of reckoning happening within our gaming industry so it's it's easy when you are in the day-to-day stuff and you're on twitter you're on instagram you're on tiktok you're on facebook for some reason you're on reddit and you see gamers just being shitty you, you see them saying shitty things and you see people reporting like i'm on whenever i'm on twitter and i see a, a woman or a, a, a yeah a, f- a female gamer or a lgbtq a queer gamer i should say rather post their horrible dms from people mainly cis hetero white men but um <laughs> you see you see these messages of them getting terrible inflammatory things and it's easy to say like man gaming culture is fucked up and it's terrible and in some regards there i think are the last uh you know inklings of that and i think it's starting to move out i think that looking at gaming 10 years ago to now it has become such a more inclusive place it's become such a more accepting place yes there's still a ton of work that needs to the, be the done. boys club is and starting to dissipate that. but it, it's taking time it, it, it yeah it, these things take time and it's happening and it's easy to get hung up on that and i think this is such a a good i, I it's a good reminder and it's terrible that it took all these shitty things to happen to all these unfortunate victims because it, it, it really is and there's no there's nothing that the four of us here can say that would make it better for the victims at all and the, and I, yeah I feel so bad for those victims but I'm just incredibly thankful and fortunate that 10 years later we can look like if comparison ten in comparison 10 years ago to now and we can say the industry is changing that the this company is being held accountable i couldn't imagine this company being held accountable for this 10 years ago mm-hmm. but now yeah, we're I, in a I place right where that. it is being held accountable and that's such an encouraging encouraging thing um i'm glad that we exist in a time that that is happening and going forward i want to see more of this happen and it it's gonna suck if it happens to you know my favorite game company i couldn't imagine if this happened to someone like super giant you know i would be devastated but at the same time i would be thankful for the people who are victims that they are getting some level of justice and i hope this is a trend you know i don't want to say i hope it's a trend i hope it's the normal going forward that these companies and people within these are held, industries held accountable, are held yeah. accountable. Just yeah. for the, the bullshit of it all. But yeah, no, I, I think I can 100% agree on that. Um, I did just want to say, I, I guess as we close out here, I want to thank all you guys for taking the time to do this because especially, uh, you know, this kind of got spurned on by a conversation Ray and I was having in, were having in private. And uh, beyond that, uh, Josh and Shay, we just took a week off. So thank you for... <laughs> essentially throwing that out the window to do two podcasts in one week uh because while i didn't want to bog down 
I mean, this is a shorter one, and it, I knew it meant a lot to you. It's no problem. Yeah, no. It's something that I think that it was unfortunate that in a way that our 250th episode is coming up because it's something that I actually myself thought this is something I want to talk about. I think we should address it. Um, I think this is a perfect format for that. So Yeah, no absolutely. Worries. It also lets me test out some, some other stuff I've been working on, but now's not the time for that. So um, I think this was an important discussion, and I wanted to thank all three of you for being here. So thank you, uh, Ray, for joining us from New yeah. York. And just before you close out, I do yeah. just want to say to anyone listening to this, and obviously our views are very, you know, we're all what we are, like the 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 white men of four white guys talking about video games yeah so anyone if you feel like we weren't nuanced enough or anything like that i am sorry we're just this is not our experience we're just trying to voice what we see as something horrible and offer whatever constructive thoughts we can to this topic. and if if you have constructive thoughts as to how we can cover stuff like this better in the future we want to hear that as well so feel free to reach out yeah we at the end of the day i think Ray nailed it and just saying that like we just want to offer our support and we want to make sure that um, all 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 areas of gaming it, you know we want people to feel safe and inclusive and we want to make sure we're not we're not standing staying silent here um, I think the four of us very much want to make it clear that we don't accept this and we want other people in some ways to yeah, at least on my end, I want other people to come forward and say, like, this isn't acceptable. This shit needs to change going forward. Maybe the other three don't feel that way, but that's no, how I believe feel. The no, victims. I think we're all on the same page there, yeah. Believe the victims, and everyone deserves to go to work without feeling like that it's a hostile place to them. Yeah. Going to your job should not be a thing you dread. It should... That's... I think that... That should be true of anything you do. Um... But yeah, I, again, thank thank you guys for doing this. Um, just wanted to say the obvious normal plugs. Uh, this is a, a special episode of the Chompcast, not one of your typical number ones. But you can find all of our stuff, written reviews, podcasts, uh, editorials over at swordchomp.com. Um, and then uh, I wanted to thank Josh for being here from Michigan. Um, Josh, thanks for hey. hanging out. I guess for for this. Yeah, you know, for this. I mean, it was, it was an important mm-hmm. discussion. Uh, Shay, thanks for being here from Japan. Thanks, and buddy. I'm glad that you considered me for this episode, despite not being the biggest Blizzard fan to begin with. I thought your, your input was important as long as you thought you had input to give. Um, Ray, thanks for joining me from New York, from like 20 minutes from where I'm sitting. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course, I'm Rich again, uh, also from New York, so thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, there will still be a normal Chompcast this week. Uh, I'm, I think this is going to drop before the next Chompcast. I'm probably going to edit it within the next day or two. Um, but thanks, seriously. Uh, thanks for listening. I know this one has been a drag. Uh, just heavy, heavy topic, but hopefully we'll be able to cheer you up a little with the Chompcast proper in the next few days. Until then, I'll see you guys pretty soon. Have a good night. So long.